Skin and Blister. We're two sisters. Supporting each other from across the pond. Hi, Saz. Hi, Kez. How are you doing? I'm well. How are you? I am doing great. We've got a bank holiday over here, so I am enjoying that as well. What is it? Is it for the Queen's funeral? Yeah, it is. So maybe I shouldn't say I'm enjoying it. Well, that's okay. So did you queue up to go see her in Westminster? No, I didn't go. I didn't fancy the long wait. And also, it was quite cold the last few days. So I definitely didn't go because of that. Yeah, I was listening on the radio to coverage of it. And they said that the the wait in the line was 10 to 14 hours. Yeah, some people were waiting for 24 hours. Which that's is, mad. That's a whole day and a whole night. And it's not like you could sit down as well. You had to stand... Because the queue kept moving. I mean, I did Um, see pictures of people sleeping outside, but I think for the most part, you had to keep moving along. So how is it in London? Is there anything that you've noticed from it? Um, It's been quite busy at the coffee shop, which maybe is from that. But nothing other than that. We're quite far away from Westminster and queue and everything like that so we are we are in east london and that's all happening in central london which is a couple miles away from us um but i have i did have an interesting i was thinking about it i was thinking about brit brits love a queue and maybe that's part of the reason why there's been this like five to five plus mile long queue going on because I was I was well we were out walking the other day and there was this queue and I just overheard someone saying hey hey should we just go and get in that queue and I was like what what is it with British people that they see a queue and that's like an activity for the day why do they love it (laughs) I don't know but I do I do have the I have adopted the thing where if someone is not queuing, like, you know, when you have to queue to get on an airplane or one of of these things, if someone is kind of doing a messy queue or like budging in the queue, I am very um, annoyed by that. So I I have adopted that tendency. Um, But I'm not that into standing in in queues. But, uh know. no, it's like the worst thing ever. Why do they like it? That is so strange. It's the strangest thing I've probably ever heard. But they are good at it. I have to say that for for British people, they're very good at standing in queues. They make sure everyone's got a little space and let everyone knows where their place in the queue is. So, <laughs> I mean, that's quite a good thing, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I hate a queue. I have to be honest. It's like my worst nightmare. That's why I don't want to ever go to Disney or something because you have to wait in queue for hours. I've heard that. I've heard you have to have to wait for two hours for a ride. Is that? Do you think that's true? I've heard that the the little chicken, oh yeah, uh, really wants to go to Disney, and you know, everyone's gonna think I'm a horrible parent, but. It's honestly my worst nightmare. I don't want to go. So I told him, if one of your friends goes, I'll just pay for you to go with him. Oh, that's clever. But yeah, yeah, you you have to take your kid to Disney. Do I, though? No. Do I really? I don't think you do. I, I don't think you do. I think it's one of those things that is probably best avoided unless you really want to go yourself. It just sounds terrible, like everything about it, the crowds, the materialism, the cues. I don't know. I just, I can't, I can't imagine having fun there, but maybe if I just, I don't know. I've also heard it's really fun. So we'll see. Do you like rides? Uh, Yeah, they're pretty fun. I, I just went to the fair with him. Um, on Wednesday and we went on like five rides 
which was really fun actually we were screaming together and just like it was a good time actually i think that was the first time i'd gone on proper rides in my life which is quite funny i'm not a massive fan of rides but that sounds fun i think yeah little little chicken would have loved that Um, yeah he absolutely loved it i i have to say i wouldn't have gone except my friend gave me free tickets and so I kind of had to go <laughs> and I'm glad I did because he he was really happy. And so I did it for him. Did you go with your friend? No, I just went with a little chicken. Ah, nice. Yeah. Very good. Um, we have this thing over here called winter wonderland. Have you heard of that? Why, why should you have actually? No, uh, it's, it's a, it's a fair it's a fair type of thing in the middle of winter uh i'm gonna say it's in december because i think it's right before christmas but um yeah you go there it's the middle of winter freezing 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 and then you go on a ride and imagine one of these rides where you go i think you did this one in the fair you sent me a video of it where you go up to the top and then it goes super fast round and round so you're like in a swing going round and round is that the one yeah. you guys did yeah yeah it was it has like all the cent- centrifugal force <laughs> it feels yes. quite cool and you can see the whole fair and it's just like it's quite exciting actually but it does feel a bit like you know what i thought about the whole time was like if someone wanted to like in those high up rides just throw something on someone it could really hurt them or if they wanted to jump off they could which (laughs) i guess i have a really uh dark mind if i'm thinking about that it's just something i couldn't help thinking about no i'm always thinking about how how can i survive this when i'm on rides but anyway the the rides at winter wonderland it's so cold that the wind um the wind makes it the wind from the ride makes it way colder so it's like negative whatever arctic situation your face is burning from the cold it's a horrible horrible experience that Um, sounds terrible yeah but that's my main ride uh knowledge so i'm not okay i'm not a massive fan of rides you know, some of my friends, like, they, they like to go without even kids, like, just with their partner. And I just don't, I really don't understand that. But people love a good fair, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I mean, that's what Winter Wonderland is. It's 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 kids, but then it's open late, so, like, adults. Like, generally, people go with a group of their friends. Um you can get uh mulled wine there you can get like like christmasy pretzels bratwurst i think probably you can get there all sorts of all sorts of fun things Mm. you you go on rides and then you can go skating as well but i i would say i'd say that's one thing i would do once and that's like that's my maximum for winter wonderland Yeah, I feel the same way. You know, it's funny. I find that I don't, I think maybe we're missing the nostalgia piece because we didn't really do that kind of thing as kids. Because I noticed a lot of people like things that, you know, I have no use for. The other thing that I've never really done is go to a big concert. I mean, I've been to like smaller local ones or I've been with friends to a couple, but you know, I don't really, you know how everyone has a concert story. Oh, yeah, when I was 18, I went to um, whatever it was. <laughs> I can't even think of <laughs> Can you please? A Bono concert. Can you please <laughs> concentrate and think of one band? Okay, Bono, I think the band is called U2. Is it U2? Okay, so U2. I almost said YouTube, but that's the... <laughs> A U2 concert. And, you know, everyone has that story. And then um, the other day I was in this meeting and we were doing icebreakers and they were like, uh, tell us about the first concert you went to. And I said, honestly, 
I don't go to concerts and everyone was like what is wrong with you oh my gosh (laughs) that is the situation where you just make one up and make sure it's like in the realm of um like when you've been alive like don't say I feel like you two is too it's too too old for me Yeah, yeah yeah you're too young for you two who could you have said I've been to a rudimental con concert when they were um really new that was pretty cool actually that's like my, that's like my uh only one what is rudimental is it pop i don't even know can you feel the love i can feel it too i can feel it all around that okay okay do you know that uh i think it sounds familiar <laughs> Clearly, uh, my pop culture knowledge is quite lacking. I could have said I went to like a Beyonce concert or something. Did you? No. Oh, you were just tricking me like you were going to trick those people that you talked to. Yeah, instead, I just sounded like incredibly weird on the icebreaker. Because everyone else had this amazing concert story. But and people I was just still like... go to concerts now. But I, I don't, I'm like you, I never go to them. I mean, I I went to that one, which was just a gig one night, but, and then I, one time when I was living in Florida, I ran away and went to one. That was quite something, but, <laughs> but I don't even wait. know who the band was, but it wait. was like, I ran away to it. That was like the excitement of it. Can we dig deeper into that? I want to hear this story. Um, yeah, uh, what happened? So there was these two, so we were all, there was a bunch of us who were 18 living in Florida and- In uh, the commune or- Yeah, 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 in the commune. And we definitely were not allowed to go to concerts. I mean, we didn't even ask because like it was a given, but that we were living in St. Petersburg and there was a concert and- there was these two, uh, yeah, other 18-year-olds who were like, <laughs> it was a guy and a girl. I think they maybe had a crush on each other. And then there was me, the third wheel, and we all <laughs> took bikes and off we off we went to this concert. Um, and we were there for like an hour. And then we came back and like, no one knew, but it was like so tense because we were just waiting for for someone to find out because we knew we were going to be in so much trouble. Um, oh my gosh. What type of music was it? It must have been, it was something quite poppy, like a, American pop music. I don't really know. I, I, I still have no idea what it was. It was more like the thrill of <laughs> doing something bad. Um, yeah. 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 Wait, how did you get in? Did you buy tickets? No. <laughs> We were just on the side. Oh my gosh. Because <laughs> we had to keep our bikes as well next to us. But we were just on the side. I think like the the other one of the other people who was with me tried to like get tickets or beg the people to let us in, but they didn't. <laughs> but I don't know how they found out. Like I like I didn't tell them, but they did like someone found out that we went and but I don't <laughs> It's not a great story because I don't even remember what happened, like what was the consequence. But it was quite bad. We were, was it? Oh my god! We gosh. were in a well, like that was like an unheard of thing to do. Yeah, um, yeah, really bad. Because we kind of ran away when we were probably meant to be working or something. Um, well, yeah, because you were meant to be working like twenty four seven, unless you were sleeping, right? Yeah. But it, yeah, yeah, yeah. So those are my like two times I've been to concerts. That's quite um, a good story, though. It, it's too bad you don't know the band, but. No, I'm just sad because I don't remember what happened. Because I feel like there must have been some consequence. You probably blocked it out. But the thing was as well, because we were all like, try- well, at least two of us were trying to leave at that point. So punishing us was kind of like, like my my thing at that time was like, okay, punish us because like 
the worst punishment possible is making us leave. And that was my main goal at that time anyway. So. <laughs> oh my gosh. I was That's kind quite... of the same with the head coverings. Cause you know, how we used to have to wear head coverings. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was like, okay. Oh, it wasn't. So I was like, I'll wear it just cause I'm quite a conformist in these instances. And I just don't, want the drama of like fighting with people but then they said we have to wear it under our chin which is really uncomfortable super yeah. hot did you have I that remember oh yeah i have a whole story about that oh my gosh anyway did you actually wear it like that i did for like the idea was you wore it like that for like meetings and meal times and then after that you that you could put it behind your ears like basically like a Kind of quick like a do rag. Yeah, quick explanation. Uh, the so under the chin style is like the babushka style, you know, like the Russian babushka, right? Yeah. Kind of, and then behind the behind the ears, yeah, it's a bit like a do rag, isn't it? But like more pulled back. I think a do rag is like, is that like more? It's on your forehead, and then this one was pulled back, like on your hair, but then oh. tied tied under your bun. Yes, although I wore mine, I guess, more like a do-rag, because otherwise it just fell off the back anyway. Um, yeah. Well, I have I have a story about that. Um, yeah. So I remember when they said, like, uh, we're all going to wear them tied under our chins, like, all the time, especially in meetings. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and meal times and things. And... Uh, I was just like, I, that is so ugly. I'm just not going to do it. And it's really, really uncomfortable. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I just flat out refused. I, I've always been a bit vain and that was just the last straw. Um, anyway, <laughs> anyway, so I, I didn't, I didn't. And I remember I went to this giant meeting with like a bunch of the communes together. Like we all got bussed in to one location mm-hmm. and I just looked around at the sea of like a thousand people, half of them women all tied under their chin. And I was the only one <laughs> with it tied behind my head. And I was just like, oh my gosh, like what is worse? Um, not looking good or not fitting in. And I decided to choose the vanity option, left it behind my head. Um, it was probably the most alone I've ever felt in my life. Uh, I would definitely have tried it under my chin. I don't think you did wrong. I just think I there's times for looking good, which are, I would say, for you, 95% All the time. of the time. All the time. <laughs> well, I gave you like 5% because like sometimes I just think like sometimes I wake up and I'm just not 100%. But um, and then or like sometimes when I have a massive... um spot on my face I just don't feel great um so I don't know why I've put that on you but anyway but no no I get it yeah yeah sometimes at night I don't care yeah but then like I that thing with the head coverings it was like yeah it was exhausting but that but Basically, the way I saw it at the in the end was I just stopped wearing it under my chin as well because I was like, okay, well, yeah, like just send me away because I don't want to be here anyway. And if you want me to wear it under the chin, like that's a good excuse to get rid of me anyway. So, yeah, um, that's kind of how I felt too because I I was one foot out the door as well, so that's why I just didn't care. But it still felt like really, really like um, isolating, like felt very alone in the midst of a thousand people that I knew. Yeah. And I have to say, it doesn't, it sounds maybe like a thousand people. uh, It doesn't like make a big difference that you're different, but you have to imagine a thousand people that are your close kind of, it's like, your community it's not like having a thousand people in a family 
it's like having a thousand i don't really know how to explain it it's like a, a thousand acquaintances but they're all together um so it's not like you get on with everyone but it's more like you know everyone and like anything you do will get back to like your parents or like yeah to everyone it'll get back to everyone um yeah, everyone it's... will be talking about it yeah know? it's actually not even your parents is it it's more like the if you do something wrong it'll get back to someone who will then you you know you'll kind of get punished for it um, well i i i have to finish this story um, oh go <laughs> yeah God. yeah speaking no no speaking of uh the punishment piece so then after that, um, one of the leaders of my my commune location came and pulled me aside while I was working one morning, and they uh, said to me, they said, um, we noticed that you haven't been tying, for context, it's called a, a Kopftuk. It's a German word for headscarf. Um, they said, you haven't been tying it under your chin. And I said, well, where in the Bible does it say thou shalt tie thy, thine head covering under thine chin? <laughs> what is that? Could you, um, is that the and, King James version? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, where in the Bible does it say that? I know it says women should wear head coverings, but nowhere in the Bible does it say that. And uh, she just kind of looked at me. And then just kind of left. She didn't know what to say. And then no one ever bothered me about it again. Wow. Oh, that's interesting. Well done for standing up for yourself. It was extremely terrifying. But I was just at the end of my rope. So I didn't really care anymore. Yeah. It's interesting how much power those people had. Because now when I visit, I don't feel that way towards them I, I I just feel like oh they're like interesting you know they're people right yeah they're just people yeah but but at the time it was like they were gods or like gods of our universe or something yeah 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 so it's it's very it's very intense that you stood up to her but well done um yeah she was actually quite a lovely person but I think she had just been told to talk to me yeah, that is the thing there. There's like quite a lot of higher hierarchy, hierarchy, hierarchy yeah. society. Anyway, um, why did you say that you're a hundred percent good looking all the time? Oh, I didn't say that. Yes, I'm did. not. No, I said I want to look good a hundred percent of the time. Okay, this because this is something I've been thinking about because I have this thing where I don't really sometimes I go out and I don't care what I look like and then sometimes I go out and I'm like really trying hard but is it like is it is the idea that you're meant to always go out looking your best do you know what I mean no no so I don't for the record since you twisted my words <laughs> I absolutely do not think I look good a hundred percent of the time. Maybe like fifty if I'm generous. A hundred and ten percent. But I want to. For some reason, I just when I look good, I feel good. If that makes sense. But I have whole days where I'll be like looking in the mirror, and it'll just be like, you know, when you kind of like have those days where it just like you kind of feel like you're zooming in on your skin and there's like massive pores <laughs> and you're like oh my gosh why are my pores so big yeah I do know what you mean but I try not to get obsessed with that because I just feel like that is a uh what's it what's the word like a mouse hole not a mouse hole a, a rabbit, a rabbit hole, hole. <laughs> a black hole <laughs> a black head <laughs> <laughs> a black head oh my gosh can you imagine no i was gonna say like a black like going into one of your pores no that's, that's oh my gosh it's like the magic school bus it's like a rabbit hole <laughs> in your face that's how big the pores are miss frizzle takes a journey into the into one of your pores that would explore. actually be educational 
It would, yeah. Yeah, I do. I 100% know what you mean. No, I just think, like, is it... Because I do... I see people who make an effort, and I, I appreciate them. No, actually, I don't really care about people making an effort, but I don't always make an effort. I often... I would say 70% of the time when I'm going out of the house, I don't make an effort at all because maybe I'm going for a run or I'm running some errands or something, but maybe I need to up that percent or I need to, I need to make the percent 30% into like 50%. So I need to go out 50% of the time presenting my best self or is it not that important? Well, I think it's just about how important it is to you. So, you know, how do you feel? I mean, if you feel great, that's what matters, right? Like, I, I like putting an effort in because it makes me feel good. Um, But if it doesn't, if it's not important to you, it doesn't matter unless you're, you know, trying to impress someone, and then you should definitely care, like if it's for work or something. But other than that, Mm, yeah okay so it's more about how you feel when you do it yeah exactly yeah yeah Yeah, it totally depends yeah like when I have um you know events where I know I'm lacking confidence or lacking like a good feeling about it because it's something I'm really nervous about Mm. I make sure I like spend extra time getting ready for it because if I can look in the mirror and be like you look great today it really like it changes my attitude to the whole event so then I show up with my best self for me that's really important yeah yeah sure yeah I guess I don't go to that many events but if I was maybe I I would make a big effort we'll have to see if I ever go to one Basically, what we've been talking about is how much we hate crowded places this entire time. Yeah, 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 exactly. All right. It's just, it's, I think it's less is more with people. Like, I'd much rather have a gathering with, like, three really good friends than go to a massive concert or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, in that case, tell me about your games notes that you've been having, because I I was very um, privileged to witness one while I was there. That was a lot of fun. Uh, Yeah, I love a good game night. Um, So basically, I try to do game night at my house probably at least once a month. And I have a crew of people that I usually invite. Um, and we had one this last week with one of my friends who was a really solid facet of game night moved away about a year ago, which was really sad. Um, but she was, she came into town to visit this last week. And so I planned a big game night reunion, uh, for that Friday and it was really fun. We invited all the friends who usually come to game night. Basically how it looks is um, everyone like brings a drink or usually we do charcuterie boards. This time it was massive. Like the entire kitchen table was just covered in charcuterie. It was quite amazing. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think we say this word in the UK charcuterie charcuterie uh I don't know if I'm using it right but that's what we call it mean let me just see what how to say that um charcuterie we do say this word but I I just feel like it's said slightly different anyway keep going sorry what would you call like a whole board full of cheeses and meats and like olives and things yeah uh probably charcuterie (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> a spread che- a, a spread. generous spread a smorgasbord maybe i think that's is the swedish smorgasbord my gosh what is that sweet wait is that a sandwich though in sweden no or is it- i looked this up the other day let me find it for you open sandwich swedish word 
Oh my gosh. What is it? Okay, the the Swedish word for sandwich is smorgas. Oh, okay. Okay. But that seems to be what Oh my gosh. Smorg smorbrot. <laughs> spelled S M O with a little slash through it. R R E B R O with a little slash through it is a traditional open face sandwich in the cuisines of Denmark, Norway and Sweden. Oh my gosh, Sweden that usually consists of a piece of buttered rye bread. Blah, 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 blah. So what's the smorgasbord? Smorgasbord, I think, is like a whole bunch of smorgasbords. No, I think it's a whole bunch of like charcuteries. Okay. Yeah, kind of like what I was talking about then. Exactly. Um, <laughs> what do you usually, like to put on your charcuterie board? Actually, this is a good uh, We usually do like uh, at least five types of cheeses, like a brie, a blue cheese, some sharp, sharp cheddars. Um, we usually do a spicy cheese. This time we did a ghost pepper cheddar. Um, oh and then we do like some grapes, some berries, nuts, olives. And then we usually do like a, you know, those take and bake breads, like the French bread loaves, the big long ones, which is like very lazy of me, but I just grab them and put them in the oven. Wait, are they minutes. in the freezer and then you bake them? No, they're like, it's really weird. They're like half baked. So oh they're in gosh. the bakery section. And then you take it and you put it in the oven for like 10 minutes and it gets crusty. Okay. Well, I don't think we have any French listeners yet, but if we... They would be very we angry. We probably ruined that. Um, oh my is gosh. It, is it a baguette? Is that the shape? A baguette. Yeah. Yeah. A baguette. <laughs> <laughs> a baguette. <laughs> <laughs> sorry what were you saying you put that in the oven and it gets all crispy and delicious yeah and then you like put all the cheese and stuff oh i forgot to tell you we have pepper jelly too and pickles Ah, oh, that's like chutney i think yeah yeah anyway we had like this time we had that ghost pepper cheese and we had fresh jalapenos on it and <laughs> jalapenos <laughs> And two people, sorry, sorry, jalapenos. Uh, two people were eating those things without being really warned very well, <laughs> and they literally they had to like go outside because it was like so spicy they couldn't handle it. They were oh just god. sitting there and their faces were bright red and they were just like sweating. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Did you give them some? bread or milk or something. yeah i told them to eat some bread <laughs> oh my god that is a nightmare it was amazing and then i told them you know it's a party going in and it's party coming out you get to experience it twice it's double value i don't know if our podcast is more highbrow than that but i guess it isn't now sorry i've just ruined it you haven't just i brought the whole brought it down <laughs> No, it's fine. just that American humor. <laughs> um, okay, and then what games are you playing? Uh, so we just played, because we had like nine people, we played Cards Against Humanity. Because it's really hard to play anything else that's technical with that many people when everyone's like catching up because they haven't seen each other in a while. But often if it's a smaller group, we'll do like Dutch Blitz, which is so fun. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Dutch Blitz. If you haven't played it, definitely play it. It's like a speed rummy game. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. Yeah, and I, haven't, then, I haven't played that for 10 years, but I'd still shout it out. It's, it's amazing. Good, good times. Or we play Yahtzee a lot, which is like yeah, more chill. Because it's, well. it's pretty easy, you know. Um, so those are our main. We found this new game recently called Anomia, and it's this like word association game where you have to yell out a word you associate with a category before the other person does, and it's very stressful. I find that I get like heart palpitations when I play it. 
Like, give me an example of what. So, wait, did they give you a prompt? Yeah. So, so basically, you have cards. Wait, let me tell me one, and then I'm gonna shout out one. Okay. Um, basically, any word you associate with it. Okay. 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 Here we go. So, movie actor. George Clooney. Yeah. Okay. So if the other person shouted it out before you, they get the card. But um, it's like if you flip a card, and it and it matches the symbol of you and someone else on the cards you have in front of you. You have symbol cards. Sure. Then you go against each other. That's kind of how it works. Then it's like uh, just the two of you. Yeah. And okay, let me I'm... do one for you. Let me think. Um, okay. Um, all right. Uh, oh, God. Um... <laughs> <laughs> um, c- brands of shoes. Uh, Skechers. Oh, good one. It's really yeah. interesting, though, to see what you come up with as opposed to other people. And how fast you can do it. What happens is my brain gets like scrambled by it, especially if I'm having a couple beers. And I end up just sitting there with my mouth open looking like an idiot. I never win the game. Can I um, just ask you about something? Because I've always wondered this. Is it, are you not meant to breathe through your mouth? You're supposed to breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth. What about when you're exercising as well? Nose to mouth. Not nose to mouth. Nose to mouth. In through the nose, out through the mouth. Okay. Because the amount of flies that go down my throat, it's like a whole level of protein for me. It's like a whole new dietary... It's like it's like that's part of my diet. It's like bugs. It's probably quite good since you're vegan. You need like the bug protein. <laughs> well, what I've been doing—it's <laughs> pretty grim. I I don't know. I don't think I walk around with my mouth open, but I guess I think when I run, I definitely breathe through my mouth just because I I need more oxygen. I guess. Um, but I, yeah. So you're a mouth breather. That's like a thing. No, I think that's like quite a negative thing though. It is. Yeah. Why is that such a (laughs) negative thing? I don't, I mean, I I don't know why. I don't think my breath smells. I think, and I do breathe through my nose when I'm just walking or when I remember to, but is it bad to breathe through your mouth? I know it's not as healthy. I don't know what it is, but I, I completely understand because I've always had like a lot of trouble with um, like congestion and stuff because I get seasonal allergies and like environmental allergies, like dust allergy and stuff. So like, oh, yeah, sure. I often like have a hard time breathing well through my nose as well. My gosh, we're both mouth <laughs> breathers. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But yeah, I don't know if it's so much of a problem. I know it's like the butt of some jokes, but I don't really mind being the butt of jokes. Yeah, I don't either. Um, I say that now, then watch me get like super offended. Well, maybe I've I have heard of mouth taping. Have you heard of that? Oh my gosh, what is that? All right. When you're asleep, some people put like a little piece of tape not like taping their mouth like if you if you do this just look it up and do it safely just put like a little piece of tape over your mouth over their mouth I'm not saying anyone should do this and then it make makes you breathe through your nose but wouldn't that make you snore no I don't think so and also I think I'd have like a trauma response if I woke up my mouth was taped shut. Yes, I know. Like it, it's definitely not for everyone. But do be aware. It's not like you're taping your. It's not like what you maybe imagine. It's just like a little, a little piece, like the width of your finger. Imagine that, but like 
crossways, perpendicular to your mouth, rather than, you're not going across, you're going like that. So you can I, breathe, like you'd easily snap it if you really needed to breathe. Okay. Anyway. Interesting. I have tried it, but <laughs> it's just a lot of work. And also like the problem is you go to sleep with this thing over you, this tiny piece of tape of your mouth and immediately you start to think I'm thirsty or you think I need to tell someone something. It's just, it's, it's, it's not a great social activity putting this thing over your mouth. Oh my gosh. I wonder if we both need CPAPs. You know what What's a CPAP that? is? is that that it's that... like the thing you wear at night when you're breathing. Well, I don't, I don't stop breathing at night. I don't think yeah. I do. I don't know if I do, honestly. I do know, like, I always feel tired when I wake up, but I don't know if that's to do with that or not. Oh, really? What, you go to, you feel, yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't feel that tired in the mornings, but I also get quite a lot of sleep since that's one of my favorite activities <laughs> of all time. <laughs> The more I listen to our podcast, the more I'm like, we are some of the most boring. <laughs> Speak for yourself. Our, our favorite activities are sleep. Um, tell me more about this uh, dog parade that you took Luna to. That I haven't told you at all about. Yeah, exactly. Well, I saw a picture. Oh, yes, yes. We took Lulu, who's our dog, to this. Actually, it was cool. It, you had to pay five pounds, and then you went to this park near us, and it was all in a fundraising for a good cause. What was the cause? I think it was going to a fundraiser for Ukraine, maybe a dog shelter or something over there. Um, okay. So, yeah, so I did that, and then we went, and there was loads of dogs, and they'd set up this little agility course. So part of the fun was, like, all the dogs met each other, and, like, it was fun to, like, see all the cute ones. Um, was there was... a lot of butt sniffing? Yeah, I think so. I didn't take part oh in that, gosh. but I think so. <laughs> <laughs> but there was, like, some really ugly pugs and stuff like that, so that was fun to see them as well. Um, and then yeah so then you got in line and you did the agility course and like all the dogs were super shit at it but like the people there was like someone doing it with you and they were I really wanted Luna to do like the jumps and there was a tunnel that you went through but they were like really pushing you to keep going so they were like no no she doesn't want to do it and I was like she has to do it but <laughs> She didn't even get a chance to do it because you're like one of those. You're like so one much. of those like soccer moms that are like their kid really doesn't want to play soccer and they're like you have to. She could have done it though. It wasn't. She got like halfway through and then she turned around and went back. Uh, that was in the tunnel. Then there was these. Um, think of like a horse jump. So there was a gap under the jump. And so the little dogs could go through like a hole, you know, like. Yeah, yeah, like limbo. Or... But the idea was like some of the bigger dogs could jump over. But because there was a gap, all the dogs went under because they were like, <laughs> we don't understand this. Like, what are you trying? Like, what's the point here? So both Luna and we went with our friend as well, who has like a dog that's like twice as big. Well, bigger than Luna and also like super agile as well. Um, both of us tried to get our dogs to go over, but not, neither of them understood because you need to have like no underneath. It needs to just be a board or something for the dogs to understand that they need to go over. Um, so, so that was quite annoying that they wouldn't, like they couldn't jump over it. So did they go under? Yeah, like all the dogs went under. Even like they, there was some like massive dogs there and they would go under it and like the thing would fall off. But I thought to myself, you need a board so the dogs know they can't go under it. Oh my gosh. Were the dogs wearing sweaters? 
some of them were. Yeah, that was oh yeah, that was cute. There was there was this one that was a really cute sweater, and then it would go on its hind legs to like see stuff. It's like and it looked like a little gentleman going for a walk. Oh my gosh, that's so cute. Uh, so I on this on the topic of pets and how much other people care about them. Um, Which is probably I, zero. Exactly. I was like, I share a lot of pictures on our Instagram. Shout out to Skin and Blister Pod on Instagram. If you don't follow us already, go ahead and follow us. But I share a lot of our pictures of our pets on there since they're basically our entire life. Um, I have two cats and Saz has a dog. And I was telling my partner about it and he was like, listen, that is a cute picture, but no one cares about your cat as much as you do. And this is coming from a guy who like worships his cats, but he understands the social dynamics of it more than I do, I think. Yeah. I mean, it's the same with people's kids. Yeah. (laughs) No one really cares about the back to school picture. They just like it because... They know the mom is so proud that they have to like it. But I still think you should share this stuff. If it's important to you, share it. It doesn't matter if other people don't. I mean, obviously, what I would say with sharing your kids is, you know, make a decision about that. But, like, share the stuff you're proud of. Because the other thing I always think is sometimes I send pictures of my dog to people and I know they don't really care and they kind of just like it to be friendly. But I also think like sometimes I you like I can just send a text like complaining to a friend. So I want to share like the good things like a cute picture of a dog or like if I made a nice meal. I know maybe it's super boring, but like at least we're sharing well, that, the positives and the negatives in that case. Yeah, I quite like it. Actually, I like pictures. Um I'm quite like a visual person. So if you send me a picture, I'll get like really excited and I'll feel a bit like I'm a part of your life as well. So yeah. I quite like seeing pictures of people's pets as well, especially if I know them, if I know their pets or I know the person, then I'm like, oh, this is an extension of them. I'm getting to see a little part of their life. And is it as well that we the way we keep in touch nowadays. I mean, so especially like you and me or over the seas from each other, there's a certain amount of just texting each other that is almost just keeping the relationship going. Does that make it? It's not like, it's more like a little nice, it's like a little mini hug from afar. Yeah, exactly. We're not kind of getting anything done by doing it, but it's like, here's a picture. And then I can say, oh, that's cute. And that's like a little mini hug from across the ocean. And then it definitely is. It just makes like your day, you know, you've just touched base that day. Nothing's kind of been decided or anything, but it's more just like a nice thing. Um, Yeah. 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 That's how I feel too. You know, because it's quite hard to maintain relationships long distance. So you have to kind of, you know, really be intentional about sending the pictures or like little texts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Did we? Oh, you know what I wanted to ask you? Do you think um, we can do a jet lag special? (laughs) What's the jet lag Oh my gosh, yes, we should do that. We should talk about jet lag with him as a guest. Because I feel like I've got some, I've, I've got a handle on it now. I have done the work and I've done the experimenting and I feel like I've got some theories to share. So I wonder if um, that's something we should, we should get. Yes, in. let's try to do that next time. Okay, ask ask him if you'll be a guest. Um, and also, we need to do words of wisdom, and then we need to pack up because Fran wants to make some noise. Oh, hey, Fran. <laughs> um, all right, yeah, let's do words of wisdom. Do you want me to start? Yes, please. <laughs> all right. Uh, 
Something I was thinking about this week was how I use deep breathing uh, to make my day better if I'm feeling stressed. So um, something I've learned from my therapist is that when you breathe really deeply, it stimulates the vagus nerve, which goes kind of from your gut all the way up to your brain. And it gives you um, feelings of calm I think it sends endorphins when you do it. So kind of the trick is you breathe in through your nose as you take in as much breath as you can, kind of like expand your chest, hold it for as long as is comfortable, and then slowly let it out. And if you do that like five to 10 times, try it next time you're feeling stressed, watch how you feel afterwards. It's really quite amazing how well it works. So just remember to try that next time you're feeling really stressed. That is good. I love that. Okay, so five deep breaths, holding five each to ten. one. Five to ten, holding each one as long as you can. And that is good for keeping calm and probably good for digestion as well, I feel like. right. It just makes you feel all around better if you're having like a bit of a hard day. Just do that. Just take a minute. Do the breaths. Make sure you really fill your lungs as full as possible when you do it. All the way, deep belly breaths all the way down. And then make sure the you breathe out. in through your nose. Oh, yes. Good. <laughs> like idea. we were talking That's about. Good practice for us as well. Yeah. yeah. All right, cool. That's good. That is very good wisdom. I think my only wisdom this week, well, my only pointer is that I need to drink more water. And I guess we all could do more because I was really good before I went to the States and now I've fallen off and I need to get back on the drinking two liters a day so join me join me in sorry (laughs) in drinking two liters of water a day Um, yeah water makes everything better doesn't it your skin your digestion your energy just everything yeah, I'm doing fine for energy today. I mean, I am bouncing around, but uh, I think, yes, that is my goal this week. Hydrate. Hydration. <laughs> All right. Well, let us sign off and everyone have a great week. All right. Yeah. Ciao, ciao. Ciao, ciao. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Skin and Blister. If you have questions or comments, please email us at skinandblisterpod at gmail.com.